You wanna see a dead body? Instrumentals from my mama's Christmas party. Troubles on my mind. I still smell crime. My little brother crying. Smokers repeatedly buying my Sega. Either that or my auntie was stealing it. Hit the pipe and start filling it. Ooh, we cut me some slack. We never did that. This was different. Jeez, some weeds. Please help me relax. And we're back. This is Dub on the uh, ostensibly a baseball podcast. Season 5, week 43. This is the block. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for coming in. It is Wednesday, November 20th. Coming at you from Champaign, Illinois. My name is Joel. I'm stuffed up. I'm sipping on bourbon, but I'm still doing okay. With me tonight, as per usual, is Sam. Sam, how's it going? Joel, doing good. Welcome to the C Block. I'm here. Yeah, sniffling away. Joel yeah. works with children. That's his problem. Right. So he's basically sick all the time. <laughs> Low grade fever for six right. months out of the year. And just covered with boogers, probably. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And just smells like really bad BO. Oh, man. At least it's cold right now, so the middle school doesn't smell all that bad. But wait until May. Whew. Right. Those kids coming out of PE, coming into fourth-hour reading class. Right. Oh, man. That is not a pleasant smell. Yeah. Um, if I ever have kids, God forbid, right, I uh-huh. would just introduce them to deodorant at a very young age. That's like... My promise to society. Yeah. Is to just get them on that young. Yeah. You got to teach them. You got to teach them while they're young. Even if you're exposing them to cancer-causing chemicals. Right. Especially if you right. are. You got to do it. Kids, here's how you put on deodorant. Here's how you take Tylenol. Here's how you smoke menthol cigarettes. Right, yeah. You got to do it. Right, exactly. Yeah. Smell this marker. <laughs> it's good for you, child. Yeah. Anyway, I'm Sam. I'm coming at you as usual from Brooklyn, New York. Welcome to the C Block. We're going to lot, lot to cover. This is like the C Block is kind of the catch-all at the end of the show. The things that we yeah. didn't get to in the A or B Blocks. Right. So. And check out our A and B Blocks also, please. A Block, we had special returning guest, Jesse who really isn't a guest. He was one of our original Dump on the Umboos. Right. He's like a founding father. Yeah, he does Mount Rushmore. Right. He's like alumni, at least. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> right. Uh, he graduated and... from Dump on the Ump to fatherhood. Yeah, exactly. And we're not allowed to because we would just give them cigarettes and monkeys. Right, yeah, exactly. Although... Yeah. Truth be told, like, our kids would probably die very young, but they would be the coolest fucking middle schoolers. <laughs> True. In middle school. You know what I mean? Yes. They'd be, like, sent to the principal's office, and they'd be like, fuck you, principal. Like, <clears throat> none of this matters. Right. Because I'm making him read Nietzsche. Right, exactly. Life is suffering. Life yeah. is pain. <laughs> and everything is meaningless, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like blowing smoke in their face, you know? 
Right. Wearing a leather jacket like it's 1985. Yeah, exactly. Leather jacket, like ripped jeans. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fucking yeah. stinking like Axe body spray so hard. <laughs> That's true. Middle schoolers <laughs> do stink like Axe body spray so hard. And they like open their locker and literally pull it on themselves after they're coming from gym class. That just makes you smell like B.O. and Axe. Right. It doesn't make the B.O. smell go away. Right. You got to put deodorant on before you work out, kids. I've got the same complaint about college students in my town also. Really? Mm. Yeah. 19-year-olds have no sense of self-hygiene. Huh. Although I should talk. I went for like six weeks my sophomore year not wearing socks. (laughs) I see. I feel like I did that shit in like high school, but not in college. Uh, one day I was like, "You don't need socks. Socks are fucking optional." And then three weeks later, I took my shoes off, and I was like, "Ooh, something smells right. funky." And you're like, "Oh wait, they were onto something with these socks." Yeah. <laughs> I guess everyone has to live their own journey. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. All right, what sports do you want to talk about? Well, let's see. We got the NFL we haven't touched on. Lots been going on there. We got... um, What else do we got? We got NBA. Uh, Not a lot going on there. No. Uh, So uh, let's talk fantasy football real quick, and then we'll transition to the less interesting real football. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. So I like, beat Eli this week. Yeah, talk about that. Yeah, it was awesome. I crushed him. Uh, <laughs> it was like 121 to 108, I think. Okay. Real solid ass whooping. That's that um, whooping. What's that? Never mind. Yeah, well, you know, I, you know, it wasn't a complete blowout, but it was a pretty solid. 121 to like 70 is an ass whooping. In my right. Mind. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, it was pretty satisfying, especially because I didn't have anyone playing in Monday Night Football, and he had one guy playing in Monday Night right. Football. Right. So and like, he needs that one guy to get, like, 40 points or something right. like that. Yeah. And that guy had a good game. That guy scored, like, 15 points, something like was that. It, but it was just, was like... It was it the tight end? No. Oh. It was uh, some a running back, I think. Okay. But, you know... It was just like kind of an insurmountable number that he yeah. would have had to have scored. He would have had to have scored 30 something points, I think. So, yeah, it's pretty, I feel like that was like good because I didn't talk to him, but I just assumed that he went into Monday knowing he wasn't going to win. And that was just right. like prolonging, you know what I mean? Oh, no. See, the, the good thing is, I mean, because basically I was in Eli's position going into Monday night. Well, uh-huh. I had the wide receiver and the tight end for the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh-huh. And I needed them to score, like, a combined 40 points. Oh, okay. And they were expected to score about a combined 20 points. Right. And that little ball at the top of your screen gave me about a 3% chance of winning. Right. 3%, you know, so you're saying there's a chance. Sure, yeah. That's, that's the killer. So you're checking into Monday Night Football every every 10 minutes to see if your odds go up at all. Right. 
But they never did. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that those stat bars are stupid. Because it comes up at the beginning of the week. Like, I have a projected winning of, like, seven, you know, what it's like, 55-45, I'm expected to win. And then, like, you know, if he has a guy playing on Thursday who scores three points, all of a sudden it's like he's projected to win 55-45. It's like totally. No, if the guy only scores three points, he should go down. Oh yeah, well. Yeah, if the guy if he's got his one guy who's like a wide receiver and the wide receiver gets like twenty points, then it should suddenly shift to his advantage. No, but like if his wide receiver catches a thirty yard pass in the first quarter, all of a sudden. Oh right, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a load of bullshit. That's all I'm saying. Sure. So on my fantasy team, I've got Christian McCaffrey. Sure. I've got Lamar Jackson. Yep, me too. I've Both got, those guys. And I've got Todd Gould. Okay. But I'm five and six, and you're like ten and one, right? Right. Why? What? Why do I? Why does my team suck and your team's so good? Well, I also have Tyler Lockett. Uh huh. He's having a really good year. I also have the my tight end is the also the tight end for the Ravens, and he scores a lot of touchdowns, and uh-huh. that's like double points for me. Gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I've been very frustrated about that. But have you watched Lamar Jackson play? Because he's really good at football. No, I haven't watched him. He's amazing, and he is. Definitely the front runner for the NFL MVP at this point. Really? Oh, by far. The like the other uh, candidate was probably Deshaun Watson for the Houston Texans, and the Ravens just beat the Texans forty-one to seven. Right, but what about this guy, Tom Brady? No, Christian McCaffrey. You know, I wonder about that because he's piling up stats. But okay, he's got over a thousand rush yards already. He's got eleven touch rush touchdowns. He's got four forty yard rush touchdowns. He has five hundred and seventeen receiving yards. He's got three receiving touchdowns. He's got a two point conversion. He has zero fumbles. Like these are crazy numbers, don't you think? I didn't know he had zero fumbles. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I wonder about that because he played for a bad team. Right. Is he the Mike the Weatherman Trout of the NFL? Maybe. Yeah, that's really interesting. I mean, he looks pretty boring. Yeah, he's a white running back. Right. Yeah. That's that's an interesting point. Has there ever been a MVP in the NFL – for a bad team, because the Panthers are not a good team right now. Right. Whereas the Ravens are, you know, second in the AFC behind New England, and they beat New England. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I think it will be a Baltimore-New England AFC championship game. Yeah. Well, the thing about the Patriots is, like, they're – their offense isn't playing very well. But their defense is still being dominant. Right. Yeah. But, I mean, if you think about it, like, if the Patriots' offense 
comes together and starts clicking, then they're going to be pretty much unstoppable. Right. What? Well, they don't have Josh Gordon and they don't have Antonio Brown. Right. So who they got? Edelman. Yeah, they got Edelman. They got a couple rookies. They got a couple tight ends. Uh-huh. Uh, I think their problem has been their offensive line. Oh, interesting. Um, because their running game has been really weak, and their running game was really good last year. But they like lost their center and like their right tackle, maybe. Uh huh. Offensive tackle. They lost like a number of key pieces on their front line, on their offensive line at the beginning of the season, and they like haven't been able to establish the run game. Uh huh. So that'll be interesting. If I so, mean, as you always expect the Patriots to put it all together come playoff time. Right. It'll be interesting if there will be any challenges to that this season. Right. And I thought it was going to happen when they had Josh Gordon and Antonio Brown. You were basically surrounding Tom Brady with the best receiving core in the NFL. Well, just the most raw talent, anyway. Yeah, right. Troubled raw talent. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about the Cleveland Browns. Yeah. <laughs> so let's do that. Let's do that. So New they, favorite team. Yeah. <laughs> they were playing the Pittsburgh Steelers. I wasn't watching this game. Were you watching this game at all? No, I just saw highlights. Right. So at the end of the game, the Browns actually won this game against the Steelers. Handily. Handily. Yeah. And at the end of the game, back backup quarterback for Pittsburgh, Mason Rudolph, correct? Right. I think so. Gets into it with linebacker Miles Garrett, and Miles Garrett has his helmet removed, and then swings at Rudolph with his helmet, and is now suspended an indefinite number of games. Yeah, that's hardcore. I uh, yeah, I'm right now googling to see if. Mason Rudolph is a racist because just hearing that name makes me think that he's racist. Yeah. I I don't disagree with you. There's something about white quarterbacks and their first names, you know, like right. Mason and Colt. Right. And uh Brent. Well, Yeah, Matthew Tom Tom I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Sam. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm going to say... I'm going to say he's probably a racist. Anyway, two teams that aren't going to make the playoffs. Nobody cares about them, right? Like, um, it's kind of frustrations boiling over. And, like, obviously, like... We're not going to dispute that the player for the Browns, Miles Garrett, who ripped the helmet off of Rudolph and smashed him in the head with it, should not be suspended. Like, that's a fucked up thing. That's a bad thing to do. Yeah. That being said, while they were on the ground, Mason Rudolph was trying to rip off Miles Garrett's helmet. 
Yes. And then afterwards, they threw Miles Garrett to the ground and were kicking him, like, yes. on the ground. So there's plenty of blame to go around here. Um, and there were other suspensions, too. Garrett got the, the most, you know, the, the harshest suspension, which he right. should. Um, but at the end of the day, no one really cares because it's the Browns and the Steelers, and neither of them are making the playoffs. So Right. Even though they both came into the season with uh, high expectations. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, you know, the whole team was built around Ben Raplisberger. Right. So, and he went down in like the first game or two. So, um, yeah, fuck that division, really. Yeah, seriously. But anyway, that was like some entertaining football. And do you know? Okay, this is maybe not the best thing to bring up, but I'm going to do it anyway. Go for it. Um, have you ever seen a little movie I like to call The Last Boy Scout? Oh, is it a super violent football movie? Well, it's like a buddy mystery action comedy drama football movie starring Bruce Willis and Damon Wayans. Damon Wayans. I thought The Rock was in it for some reason. He might also be in it, but Damon Wayans is the main character. He's but like they, like, kill people, right? Right. So the opening scene is this guy, like, a running back, and he gets the ball, and he's running, and he's about to get tackled. But then he, like, pulls a gun out of his pocket and starts, <laughs> like, shooting people until he scores a touchdown. And then he, like, shoots himself. It's like a really fucked up opening scene to a movie. It's not a dream sequence, yet, <laughs> does it? No, the whole thing is, like, uh, like everyone's really aggressively addicted to pain pills. And oh. he, like, has a psychotic break. Okay. And he was, like, about to get cut from the team. And he, like, had a torn meniscus. It was, like, a whole fucked up thing. And, oh, uh, the idea that he'd be able to smuggle a handgun under right. in those tight ass pants that right. you know what i mean it's just like yeah. got a gun sticking out of the back yeah <laughs> so yeah 1991 and he like shoots all these guys so anyway i just that was what came to mind it's like right. this is like maybe this is the direction that football should go in it's like more gladiatorial you know what i mean so sure. like, you know Whatever you can smuggle on the field, you can use. Maybe no guns. We'll say no guns or not. Say no guns. Blunt yeah. instruments only. How about? Yeah. And, but you know, you can you can rip the other guy's helmet off and club him with it. That's allowed. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. Real XFL kind of shit. Right. Yeah. 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 But those those leagues always end up getting canceled after a season. That's the problem. Right. Okay, here we go. During halftime of a televised football game, L.A. Stallions running back Billy Cole receives a phone call from a mysterious man named Milo who warns him to win the game or he will be assassinated. Cole ingests a PCP and in a drug-induced rage brings a gun onto the field, shooting three opposing players to reach the end zone. Cole then shoots himself in the head. Meanwhile, private investigator Bruce... Through the helmet or did he take his helmet off? He takes his helmet off. Okay. Are football helmets bulletproof? Probably not. No. I would say that that's probably hasn't come up in the testing process. <laughs> but just, just in case, yeah. let's make these things bulletproof. Right. 
anyway, it's a good movie. Would recommend. Uh-huh. So wait, what's the, that's the beginning of the movie. What's the rest of the plot of the movie? Uh, there's like a, it's a whole like underground drug running thing that goes through Major League Baseball, and I think like the owner of the LA Stallions is involved in it. Uh-huh. But I don't remember. It's a long, I haven't seen it a long time ago. Is Bruce Willis literally the last Boy Scout? Yeah, Cole, let's see. A private investigator, Joe Hallenbeck, Bruce Willis, a disgraced former Secret Service agent who at one time was a national hero for saving the president from an assassination attempt, discovers that his wife, Sarah, Chelsea Field, is having an affair with his best friend and business partner, Mike Matthews, Bruce McGill. Mike gives Joe an assignment to act as bodyguard for a stripper named Corey. Uh-huh. Corey Barry. Mike is then killed in a car bomb outside Joe's house. Oh. Well, don't cheat, folks, I guess is what that means. Right. Um, Joe's approached by Corey's boyfriend, former Stallions quarterback, Jimmy Dix, Damon Waynes. Right. banned from the league on gambling charges and alleged drug abuse. Mm. Sounds like we need to see this movie. I yeah, didn't... no, it's good. Yeah. Anyway, I'm not going to keep reading the synopsis of this movie. Too many spoilers. I, I was not going to stop you. Right. <laughs> right. So more violence in the NFL. Let's do that. Right. Speaking of that, did you follow uh, the Colin Kaepernick debacle over the weekend at all? I still don't get it, but yes. Like, I've read as much as I... Yeah, it's fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. I I just, like, I assume that NFL football was being a real dick about it, but I, like, it seems like maybe both sides were being dicks about it, but it seems like NFL's definitely more of a dick about it. Yeah, it's like Colin Kaepernick gets a phone call from the NFL on a Tuesday. And says, yo, you want to meet us in Atlanta this Saturday to try to do a a, practice, a, a workout in front of every NFL team. Right. So we're, we're giving you literally five days notice for this. Right. And Kaepernick's team says, like, uh, okay. And then they get there and they find out two things. First of all, that the NFL is asking him to sign a very restrictive waiver that basically prevents him from suing the NFL from, for any reason whatsoever. And oh, like in NFL, perpetuity? Yes. Right. And the NFL is saying that they won't let any camera crews who are not owned by the NFL into practice facilities. Oh, that's fucked up. Right. So then Kaepernick's like, fuck you guys at the last second because they gave him this at the last second. Right. So he bails and then finds a high school in the Atlanta area to do his own workout. Right. And and releases it to the public. Right. And only eight teams came. Right. But from my understanding, it's like they said... Colin Kaepernick, you're doing this thing on Saturday, and he was like, well, no coaches or, like, important people will be able to come on Saturday because, you know, because, like, it's game day on Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. So, can we do it next Tuesday? 
and they were like, no, we can't do it next Tuesday. Yes. And, and then it was like a restrictive, and then like he had rewritten the waiver and sent it back. Uh, but I just didn't understand that part because both the NFL and the Colin Kaepernick camp were saying that the waivers that they had written were standard. For, yeah. For that sort of thing. Yeah. Someone's lying about that. Right. Yeah. I think it's the NFL. I think Kaepernick right. probably could have handled this better, but... Well, there like, wasn't a lot of time to. Yeah, yeah. But it, it really doesn't seem like... Like, my takeaway was, like, the NFL was being a dick and Colin Kaepernick refused to take it, which is his right, and he shouldn't have to. Right. But I also... It seemed like he didn't really... He wasn't trying too hard to, like, get a job. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Like, he wasn't trying to prove to anybody that he was going to be, like, not a distraction. Yes. Right. And, like, at this point in his career, is that really what he wants? That's what I want to ask. Like, right. maybe it's not best for him. Like, he'll say, yes, I want to go back to the NFL. Is that what's best for him? Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, he could definitely get a job. That's the thing. I heard the work out yeah. very well. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. seems like he's still got it. Right. Um, so, but anyway, I mean, fuck the NFL. Obviously, they're at fault here. Like, there's no doubt in my mind about that. It just, it, it seemed like there was some, like, smoke blowing on both sides. And I don't want to talk bad about Colin Kaepernick because I'm a big fan. Um, right. But, but there, you've got this relationship where they both don't trust each other. Right. And, you know, Colin Kaepernick should not trust the NFL. Right. Yeah. Right. Like, he was never in the wrong in that situation at all. Nobody should really trust the NFL. Oh, my God. But the thing, like, there was, like, media backlash against Colin Kaepernick about this. And, like, I thought that was fucked up. Because, you know, maybe he, you know, didn't handle it as gracefully as he could have. But he definitely was, like, not alone in, like, making this a fucked up situation. You know, like, the NFL wasn't trying to, like, do him any favors, you know? Exactly. Yes. I think that's the important point to make. And it was, what's that guy's name who's really loud, talks about basketball? Is always talking about how what good friends he is with LeBron James? Smith? Smith. Stephen A. Smith. Stephen A. Smith? Yeah. Yeah. He was, like, uh, talking mad shit about Kaepernick. Yeah. No, I don't like that guy. I don't like that guy either. All he does, like, every single thing before he says anything, he's like, so my really good friend LeBron James, we text each other. We like hang out sometimes. Right. You know what I mean? It's like fuck you, man. Yeah. He's I bet too LeBron bad. James doesn't like you at all. I bet LeBron <laughs> it's like one of those things where it's like, oh fuck, Stephen A. Smith is here again. <laughs> yeah. And then he like is fake nice to him. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I bet LeBron is fake nice to a lot of people. Yeah. He, like, doesn't text Stephen A. Smith back for, like, a week. And then he's like, oh, man, sorry. I was just so busy. I didn't have time to text you back, you know. <laughs> Hope your birthday went well, you know. Like, yeah. <clears throat> <sighs> yeah, that's a fucked up situation. Right. 
But, you know, he does have a job being angry on the radio, which is really all I want. Right. That's what we're getting for. Right. Oh, I guess he's on TV. He's on the radio and He's on radio and he's on TV, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I hate you. I want your job. Like, how about that? Yeah, we'd be better at his job. We'd than... be better at your job than you, Stephen yeah. A. Smith. How about that? That's all I'm saying. And Is we that... would split your salary. Yeah. How about that? Huh? Let's do it. Hey, ESPN. Hey, ESPN. <laughs> hire us. <clears throat> right. We talk way too much shit about ESPN for them we to ever talk hire us. We a lot of shit about ESPN. <laughs> that is uh, the truth. All right, we got time for one more topic. What have we not talked about? Well, we didn't talk about that NBA exec stealing from the Sacramento Kings, but yes. I didn't read that article, so. Okay. Do we need to save that? That could be a B block next week. Possibly. Yeah, we can, we can make that B block. That could be at least an interesting B block at some point. Right. Interesting in quotes. Yeah. No, we, we're going to make the B block work. Definitely. Right. <laughs> Uh, Trailblazers are bad at basketball But they got Carmelo Anthony on their team Right Some real star power Real star power Gonna bring in those tickets Yeah man The NBA is messed up right now Blazers are 5-10 The Golden State Warriors are 3-12 San Antonio is 5-10 Everything's all topsy-turvy right now Celtics are doing good. Heat's doing good. Bucks are doing good. The East is good. Yeah, yeah. Raptors are doing good. Sixers are doing right. good. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, the East could actually be the uh, stronger conference right now. Yeah. Even the Pacers are over. So the top six teams in the East are over 500. Yeah. And then in the West... Top nine teams. No, the top eight teams are over 500. Mm. And the Lakers. Oh, are the Lakers. Good. Yeah, the Lakers are 12 and 2. LeBron and uh, Anthony Davis. There. Yeah, the Golden State Warriors are the worst team in the league right now. Damn. In the association, you mean? Yep. Yeah, yeah. what is it? I just don't understand why they call it the league. Well, that was a bad time to lose Sam. Yeah, no, you broke you broke up for a second there. I didn't hear Yeah, what's the difference between a league and an association? Oh, I don't know. But I feel like people call the NBA also they refer to it as a league, and I really feel like people should start referring it as an association because that would be way funny. You know, it's like, oh, he's the best player in the association. You know what I mean? Again, I'm going to turn off my video. Yeah, that's why we should probably stop. Connection lost. There was a problem with the network. I can hear you now. And I'm going to give it about 30 seconds, and then I'm just going to call it a night. Can you hear me now? Anyway, I'm really worried about the point. I can hear you now. I'm trying to turn off my video. Um, There we go. Um. Yeah, I'm really worried about the Portland Trailblazers. I think they're not going to be good right now. 
They are not good right now. Right. I think they could not be good all year long. Even though they have basically the same team as last year? Exactly, which I'm kind of confused about. Um, I think they've been a little bit unlucky, but also they just they're losing all these basketball games. Right. Yeah. And I think other teams got better. I think that's the big thing to take away. Like the Lakers. Yeah, definitely the Lakers, but also the Clippers and the Rockets. Do you think that the Lakers are the most improved team in basketball this year, or do you think the Clippers are? Well, they the Lakers, by the facts, are the most improved team right now. Right. I thought the Clippers were going to be the best team in the West. Right now, I'm wrong. But we'll see what happens. Right. Yeah. Clippers well, are 9-5, fourth in the West. They'll make the playoffs. So will the Trailblazers. Yeah, everybody makes the playoffs. Everyone makes the playoffs. Trailblazers in 13th place will make the playoffs. (laughs) That's what's great about basketball. Right. (laughs) Great quotation marks around great. Yeah, exactly. Okay, before we go. What will be the next great cheating scandal in Major League Baseball? Baseball or sports in general? Uh, let's go sports in general. Sports in general. Damn, I wish you hadn't broadened it that way. Oh, okay. Baseball. Uh, I, I feel like corked bats are going to make a comeback. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I don't feel like pitching the pitches. Like, people are watching that shit too closely, you know? Like the spitball, for example. That's not making a comeback. Yeah, losing internet. I don't know why I keep losing internet. I apologize, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Sports overall, um, remote-controlled basketballs. That's... All right. Well, I guess I'll just stop recording here in a second. Joe, 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 Remote control basketballs. That's the next big scandal in sports cheating. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah, drone basketballs. Yeah. Um, I love that. Uh, do you think spitballs are done? Yeah, that's what I was saying. I think spitballs yeah. are done. Yeah. I think what about bats could make a comeback. Gorgs bats. That would be great. To, yeah. to balance against the juiced balls. That would, like, double the juice balls. People would be hitting, like, 700-foot home runs. <laughs> uh, drone usage in stealing signs. Yeah, drone usage in stealing signs. Uh, nanotechnology uh, supercomputer people. Oh, yeah, like cyborgs. Yeah. Yep. Right. Like illegal implants, like black market implants. 
People will oh, go for Tommy John surgery, and then they're throwing like 200 miles an hour. Yes, that would be so goddamn awesome. Right, because they have like steam-powered hydraulic elbows. There we go. Okay. We're still looking at a steampunk baseball novel, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Expect no. that out sometime like 2054. <laughs> right. We got to give them regular updates about that, though. Right. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Anything we forget? I don't think so. Okay. Cool. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Dump on the Yump. Sorry about the technical difficulties. Ostensibly a baseball podcast. This has been the C Block. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, be sure to give us a rating, a review, and a subscription on Apple iTunes. You can also check us out on SoundCloud and Spotify. Follow us on all your social media platforms, including Twitter at Dump on the Up, Facebook at Dump on the Up, and Instagram at Dump on the Up. For Sam, my name is Joel. Yeah, see ya. And a pleasant tomorrow. Bounces had got you ten, ten, nine times. I, niggas don't pay attention, and when there's tension in the air, now I'm with extensions. My daddy told me to go to school for a while. The hell starts selling soap fiends, but